0: A place where you get a heavy dose of positivity, sarcasm, knowledge, and ratchetness Enjoy the show! If you're in the Houston area or Texas, period, visit the number one Ford dealer in Texas for all of your car needs at Randall Reed's Planet Ford. For your best car experience, ask for Mario Jones or call him at 773-991-8604. Again, his name is Mario Jones, and you can call him at 773-991-8604, number one in Texas. This Cardi album has me feeling a type of way, and this is my mood currently right now. I hope I don't get in trouble with playing a lot of Cardi this episode.
1: Hey, hey,
0: hey! This is my mood. Ay. Ay. Hey. 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 But yeah, let me turn it off before I get in trouble. Um, the song is called "She Bad" and it's Cardi B and YG. Um, so yeah, definitely a mood to start the podcast. Uh, good week this week before I get too far ahead of myself. My name is Fallon and this is episode 47 of Oh You Thought Podcast coming to you from Houston, Texas. Um so let's just jump right on into the show cuz I have a lot of music talk to talk about. This episode I really didn't have like a lot of like pop culture things I wanted to talk about. I didn't have any like, you know, special topics that I wanted to talk about outside of pop culture, so I said fuck it let's just mainly talk about this cardi b album because y'all know i'm a cardi b stan and i've been telling y'all boys and girls that she can rap for a long time and i always reference red bars whenever i talk talk about cardi b and i'm trying to coach her up as far as like telling people that she got bars or whatever and so this is where we're going with the episode it's gonna be a lot of Cardi B talk and I'm gonna talk about a few other songs that I came across this week that I want to introduce you to but like I said I'm really diving into this album so let's go ahead and just jump right on in and I want to start with of course giving a special shout out to my SoundCloud listeners and I'm a little bit disappointed that London is not on the top five this week y'all have been holding it down consistently since I've been you know, giving a special shout out to SoundCloud. And so I do this because, number one, I want to get my listeners up on SoundCloud. And, you know, basically the bulk of my subscriptions, they come from Google Play and through Apple um, Music or whatever. And so, yeah, and so I just, I want to continue to grow YouTube YouTube uh, listeners, <laughs> it's, it's zero basically, but I still, you know, post the, the episodes on YouTube just in case you get somebody that doesn't want to use SoundCloud or um, iTunes to listen to the, the, um, the podcast or use the podcast app or whatever. Or the other avenues that I have. So I just keep pushing that YouTube thing. So I, I spend my time creating that little file <laughs> to upload on YouTube. Because I don't want to miss anybody. And that is the goal. And so this is not to negate my my listeners that come from the Apple world. Or the Google Play world. Or any other place where I'm grabbing the subscriptions from. That I can actively see. But um. Yeah, so shout out to my top five SoundCloud cities this week. Uh, Number one is Columbus, Ohio. What up? Uh, Number two, Tampa, Florida. This is new. Number three, Ashburn, Virginia. What up? Uh, Number four, right behind them, is Richmond, Virginia. What up? Um, Number five is Saginaw, Michigan. So, we have all new top five cities this week, so that's what's up. Thank you for listening, and I hope you are enjoying the podcast. Oh, you thought that Joel Embiid would stay his happy behind off of social media. No, he's not doing that. And basically... Uh, He got on social media high off of drugs, not like, you know, bad drugs. He just had surgery or something, I believe Um, they said. And he sends this tweet off, sitting here high and watching the game like, and he shows like this gruesome picture of somebody from some movie. And then later on, he's still not done. And this is to Rihanna Babe, are you single or nah? (laughs) And Jamil Hill, like, I liked her rebuttal when she retweeted it. And it said, inspired by Villanova shooting. Basically mean, just shoot your shot. Because it may happen for you. Because Villanova was shooting the lights out. Like, just to talk about that game for a little bit. It was like, basically, watching like the junior version of... Golden State doing what they do As far as just shooting the lights out And maybe um, I don't know I was going to say Maybe how we looked when we played Them the last couple of times uh, In the playoffs trying to Get to the finals but yeah that's how I felt when I was watching Villanova Just shoot and I wasn't Even going for Villanova And I was just like these boys are really Shooting and it's just like Couldn't believe it and So Yeah, so someone just needs to take his phone away like forever because he's known for getting on social media and just doing whatever. Oh, you thought Bob McNair knew how to be quiet and just take his L that he took last season a a couple of times in my eyes. And I'm not going to sit here long, but I have to, to speak my thoughts on this because I'm tired of the rebuttal and the narrative of people saying, you know what phrase he's talking about, even if we do know the phrase he's talking about. If you have half of a brain, you know how he was using it. He was not talking about the owners. He was talking about these players because he thought these players were running a monk and trying to to run the prison by taking the knee. Like, stop it. Like, if you think it's anything other than that, you're crazy and you need to be on the crazy train right with him. And... So uh, he says he regrets apologizing for inmates running the prison remark. And, you know, for me, like when stuff like this comes out, like after the fact, like we've already pushed through it. And for me, I was protesting the NFL last season up until, until the, the last two games. I wanted to see the Jacksonville game against, was it the Patriots? It was somebody that Jacksonville played that was really crazy. So I watched that game and then I watched the Super Bowl. But other than that, I was holding that line for protesting. And, you know, after a year or a season of protesting, I was like, okay, let's get on the good foot. We're getting our players back. They're going to be healthy. I can cheer for the Texans. Shit like this right here. It makes me want to find like just another team to cheer for next season. It's, and it's nothing against the players on the team. It's management. And for someone who just doesn't get it. Like if you don't understand the things that you say. How it can affect people. I would prefer you would you would just shut up and not say anything. Because that way I know. I don't know how you really feel. And I can process cheering for my Texans you know I want to be able to watch football next season you know I just recently got into football probably like maybe four going on my fifth season of really liking football and so I don't want that to be taken away from me because I am mad at the fact that this old man does not understand the words that he's saying so that's where I am at with that so that's all I have for my little rants this week uh, as far as like my week this week, um, like I guess it was a better week than last week Last week was really crazy with the traveling and inventory on that Saturday So I was hella tired last week. I was hella tired <laughs> really this week But i'm starting to to hit the down curve and mellow out and not be as as tired. Hallelujah and so, um One thing I wanted to bring up that came up in the office, we talk about a lot of stuff with our girl talk in the office. And one of my coworkers that I can say that is truly becoming a good friend to me, she's so sweet. Um, She could tell that I was really upset about a lot of things that were going on in the office this week. And she bought me like this little journal and on the front of it, it says, we got this, which was just perfect because you know, we continue to tell that to each other, like, we got it, we're going to get through it, like, we're a team, or whatever, no matter what's going on back there, so it says, we got it on the front of the journal, and it has all these writing prompts, and I love to write, I love to journal, so I'm going to have so much fun using that journal and writing out my <laughs> anger instead of just going off, so that is my hope for that, um, but the topic that, that came up a couple days ago, which was kind of ironic, because, My friend went through it, and we're talking about it, and then I was like, oh my gosh, I went through a certain situation like this earlier in the week, so it was a good conversation, and it shows the lengths that females will go through to keep up basically this this image of being a girly girl, a woman, and not having your man or your significant other know that you basically are human and go to the bathroom, right? And I'm gonna try to talk about this as high level as I can, but um, it's so real. Like the stuff that females will do in order to not be exposed, even though men know you go to the bathroom, you have to go to the bathroom, you go crazy. And the same thing, like with like letting gas go. I've never let gas go in front of any man I've ever dealt with. That's another issue that ties into this, and so. She was like, she had her situation. And she tells me that every time she has her situation, she tells her man to go for a walk or to go outside and talk on the phone or do something, right? So he's completely out of the home. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is just, that's like the extreme end of stuff that I would do. You know, for me, like I've never been around a man like multiple days, well, maybe a couple of days at a time. But we've never been around each other like just 24-7 within those days together. So you have time to take care of your business. You know what I'm saying? Like if you hear what I'm saying? Like but I'm the type of person like because I've talked about my OCD with germs and stuff like that. So I have issues with bathrooms anyway. So I'll, I'll run around mess my kidneys up and everything else waiting to get home to my mama's house. Someone's clean house or if I know a professional place with a clean bathroom to take care of my business, right? And so, she tells me everything she does. The other lady tells me about what she does, and it's just like, this is a really a big problem that we have. Now, my ex-boyfriend, he thought, oh, we're so close. You know, you should be able to use the bathroom with the door open. No, boo-boo, that will never happen if I'm married, whatever. That door is gonna be closed. Like, I feel like going to the bathroom I don't like to be disturbed. Just like when I'm eating a meal, like if I'm at home, I'm watching TV and I'm eating a meal, I do not want to be disturbed. So those are two times like I really get mad when people disturb me. I'm eating or I'm using the bathroom. And so let's roll back to Monday and this guy that I've been getting to know, he comes over and you know i'm feeling all right and my stomach starts to feel like a little funny i'm thinking oh it's just feeling like that because i'm really really nervous yes y'all i'm i'm that weird chick like i get nervous like when i really like someone or whatever <laughs> and here i am telling on myself and so yeah i'm a nervous wreck most of the time but people most mostly don't know it um as far as like the dating world and stuff like that and um I can be really weird and fumbly and yeah, I'm so weird. But yeah, so my stomach starts hurting. I'm thinking, oh, it's probably because I didn't really eat dinner because he was coming over, kind of last minute thing. And I was like, fuck it. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. He gets over here. We're chilling, blah, 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 blah. And I feel my stomach just getting ready to just get really upset and I know something is wrong. I was just like, what did I eat earlier in the day? I was like, I didn't have any milk or anything. And you know, also like I brought milk back into my diet and um, yeah, to try to help, you know, to make sure I have vitamin D and all this stuff. But then I started drinking like the lactose free milk and stuff. And I had, I don't know if I had some of that earlier in that day, but something was not right. And I said, oh boy, in my head, I was like, oh my gosh, how much longer is he going to be here? Am I going to be able to make it through the time period that he's here? Or, oh my gosh, am I going to have to run to this bathroom? Which my bathroom is a nice little way from the living room, but I still feel like it's not enough buffer as far as sounds. And that's another thing we talked about, me and my girl, like we need some buffers in between because you just Sometimes you just don't know how your stomach is going to go. And I'm sorry, this is real. Like Men need to understand the stuff that women go through to try to keep up this image. Even though y'all say it's okay, we still want to keep up this image. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, the way my stomach is hurting, I felt like I was going to die. So I was like, I don't know how I'm going to go in my bathroom, turn on the vent. Even if I close my bedroom door, bathroom door, I feel like it's not going to be enough. And he's going to hear me. And he's never gonna come back And he's never gonna talk to me again And I said I just could not have that over my life Cause I really like this guy right And so I just sat there And he had no clue He had no clue at all What was going on with my stomach Cause I'm smiling and laughing car- Carrying on conversation and whatnot, And all this stuff here And I'm taking this shit like a G And When he left Of course, nothing happened. My stomach went back to normal. It was just like, it's no way in the world I could have been that nervous to be around him. And I've been around him before. And so, and even like the first time I was around him, I never felt like nervous, nervous. Kind of felt like I already knew the guy. And so I was really shocked that my stomach was cutting up like that for basically no reason because nothing happened. And so I thought that was an interesting conversation that we had in the office and of course the guys were were laughing at us because they always say they don't care but they do care so i thought yeah let me share that on the podcast this week a positive mind equals a positive life when you let go of all the negativity that is the ultimate glow up it's time for the positivity moment of the show positivity moment i'm gonna keep it short and sweet and it's just about apologizing for who you are but i guess i didn't i'm sorry y'all let me go to my other uh i don't find it i'm gonna be mad i can't find it y'all uh okay whatever Screw it. Uh, Basically, it just said you are who you are. Stop apologizing for your faults. Stop apologizing for not living up to what people think you should be or what people think who you should be at this point. Like, just screw it. Like, as long as you're happy with your life, that's the only thing that matters. Like, nothing else in the world should matter. As far as like what people think about you. I always say, are they paying your bills? If they're not paying your bills, it does not matter. Do they have the final judgment on your life? No. So it does not matter. Even with me, like it took me so long to get past trying to please my mom. Because, you know, my mom, she ha- she holds like these crazy standards for me. And I feel like it's just for me. And this is no shade to my sisters, but I feel like they got to walk a different path than I did. And so I hold all this pressure on trying to be perfect. And I held that with me for most of my life. And basically I end up being a grown woman, regretting some of the the choices I made to please my mom and not just living, you know, like being afraid to, to live because of some fears that my mom placed on me. And I always say, I get it you know as a grown woman I get it she was very protective of me because I I always say like I've been the sick one I've been a diabetic since I was like 15 16 and other health issues I've always had health issues so she's always had to keep an extra eye on me and so I get it but you still should be allowed to be yourself to go through things to live and not be 36 and feel like you've not live and I've I'm getting better with that. Um have to keep going back to my first flying experience of course and it just it changed my my view on some of my fears that I have outside of that. And it's just like if I can do that, I think I can pretty much do anything. And so be you, love yourself, keep your head up and don't worry about anyone else. And I I really hate that I can't find that post because it was a really powerful post um yeah so I just really hate that but anyway, so let's just go ahead and move on down the road uh, what's popping this week I don't have a lot to talk about in this area um I just want to highlight that Cardi B of course she dropped her album we'll get there we're not there yet um but Cardi B and Chadwick uh Bossman uh from Black Panther Sexy Swag best walk I've seen in my life. I think (laughs) it's going to be on Saturday night live tonight. So if you're into them, definitely check out the show. Um, something that I want to highlight in the positivity direction is, uh, Matt Barnes, uh, basketball player is launch- launching a scholarship fund for Steph- Stephon Clark's um, sons and as you know Stephon Clark is a young man that was murdered by police in his backyard because they thought his cell phone was a gun and so it's really nice to see Matt Barnes doing something like this for his son so they can already be set up to succeed later in life and um, last thing I want to talk about um deals with the black panther movie it's still breaking records it's the first film film shown in saudi arabia uh breaking the country's 35 year movie theater ban so that's major and for it to be such a major movie with just dope blackness expressed all through the movie is wonderful so you know i had to highlight that and so that's all i have for what's popping what's popping um want to keep it short as far as sports talk because, I, like I said, I really want to be able to expand on the, the music section. And I just quickly want to talk about the standings. You know I have to be a proud uh, Rockets mama, it feels like. And we are still number one in the west uh we have the most wins we've ever had in our uh, franchise we are 64 and 15. we play okc tonight on abc seven thirty. check it out i will be watching and we're just we're getting ready to go all in and i keep saying like i said this to my best friend this morning after i had another debate about my rockets um I feel like I'm, like, the, the most diehard Rockets fan that I know. Like I know, like, some true, bru- true, true blue <laughs> Rockets fans. But I just feel like I'd be out here holding it down. I'd be taking these L's. And I'd be taking all the trash talking that I get from multiple people. And I told my best friend, like, this is not a game to me. This is my life. Like, basketball and music, like, Go hand in hand for me. And so I take this stuff seriously. Um, like I said, we're 64-15. and 15. Um, The Warriors are second. And I'm getting a little bit terrified at this point. I've always been terrified, of course, of Golden State. But I was just like, oh, they have all these people that are injured. And oh, they're not going to come back like in time for the playoffs. And oh, it looks like everybody's going to be back except for Curry. But guess what? He's going to be back in the second round. And probably just in time to meet us. And that makes me absolutely nervous. I am confident in my boys. But I just, I want us to win this championship so bad this season so I can just shut down so many people. I want us to win this championship with a healthy golden state so we can beat them fair and square and people can't say anything or take anything away from us. And I know I've said this a million times over on this podcast, but I just wanted to be set in stone that y'all know. I'm about that life and I believe In the Houston Rockets I wish I could get somebody from the Houston Rockets Like to come on the podcast Like that would be like the ultimate Like dream for this podcast Is to get like Even if it's not like a James Harden Like someone like Even like Gerald Green or something Since he's a hometown fave And everything or a Clint Capella Somebody like So if anybody Got the juice I'm going to put this out there right now. If you know anybody from the Houston Rockets and you can get them to just give me 10 minutes of their time, or if they think my show is really dope, we can do the whole show together. Like somebody make that happen for me. Get somebody from the Houston Rockets on my podcast. I don't even care if somebody from the coaching staff, like just somebody that worked for the Rockets. That'd be great. But I digress. Uh, Portland. You have to watch out for Portland. They are number three. People keep talking about Oklahoma. I, I don't see that. And I'm interested in seeing how we're going to play against them tonight. So I'm ready for that. Really hyped about that game. Uh, Jazz, they have moved up to number four. Pelicans are number five. Spurs, they've dropped down to number six. And we got to talk about Kawhi in a couple of seconds. Thunder um number 7 Timberwolves number 8 so if the playoffs start today we would play the Timberwolves and i was just informed again by my hater aka my best friend um that Jimmy Butler is coming back and it's so hard to to like these different players when you get ready to play their teams cuz i love Jimmy Butler i love the way he plays and everything big fan of Jimmy Butler and so that made my heart stop a little bit because When we play the Timberwolves, it has not been just a cakewalk. So there again, when you're in the playoffs and stuff, you don't want to be just butt tired when you get to the finals because we need to be ready to take on Golden State because we know that's who we're going to meet because I don't see anyone else taking them out. We have to do that. We need to be able to do that. And who are we going to meet in the East? Is it going to be the Raptors just because they're number one? Will the Cavs actually get to the finals? Okay, they're actually sitting in the fourth spot right now. So I don't know. Raptors, number one. Boston, they're still holding on to the second spot, but I do not foresee them moving out of the second round. I see them getting out of the first round because I see they would play the Bucks if the playoffs started today. Um, Phillies, number three. Cavs, number four. Pacers, number five. I think that would be... You need to watch out for that matchup with the Cavs and the Pacers if the playoffs started today. Heat, they're number six. Bucks number seven. Wizards, number eight. Wizards have been very quiet this season. And I think if they play the Raptors, I feel like, is this a repeat from last season? I feel like it is. I could be lying. But I feel like, even though they're at the eighth spot, I feel like they're going to give the Raptors a run for their money. Call me crazy. But that's where we are, like we're wrapping up the last week of uh, the regular uh, play in the NBA, and then we're getting ready for uh, the playoffs, so it's gonna be on and popping. One thing, or one person I wanna talk about uh, that my best friend, he sent me this video where they were discussing Kawhi Leonard. And for me, I have no clue still what's going on with this young man. He's been cleared to play multiple times by the medical staff from the Spurs, but from conversations and hearing other dialogues and such, uh, they're saying that he doesn't trust their doctors. They feel, he feels like, um, possibly that they don't know what they're doing. Basically, basically just paraphrasing Because when they told him he was okay to come back, he came back and got injured again. So maybe it's all a mental thing for him, but he's been out collectively most of this season. And so people are saying that there are problems going on within the Spurs uh, corporation or whatever with Kawhi. And for me like I just don't understand like you think everything would be good to go. They have a good team. Why would you not want to play for the Spurs? And so I just I would love to hear an interview from Kawhi as to why he has not played this season. And yes, if he feels like he is not physically ready that's fine because only you know your body. And that's how I always feel with my back issues. People don't understand the pain that I go through every single day just to get up out of bed and go to work or whatever. So I, I can't say he's not good to go or he is good to go because he knows his body. But I would be interested in hearing the story behind this if, if he is good to go but he's just not playing. And then, so of course, this video that I see, they're talking about where they think Kawhi is going to go. And for me, like, I just, I think it's amazing how someone can be injured for a whole season and they still have a good rating or a good, you know, name to where allegedly all these teams want Kawhi Leonard. And for me, like, that would make me a little bit nervous that you're out for a whole season and now you want to move to a different team. And it's just like, I always go back to the Dallas Mavericks and what they did. Sorry, best friend. Are you're going to be mad that I'm bringing this up. But Wesley Matthews, his stock was hella high when he was at Portland, right? He got injured, but the Mavs were like, F it. He had this high stock. So we know he has this in him, right? And so you pay all this money for Wesley Matthews thinking, okay, I'm getting him, getting this other piece, this other piece, this other piece. Everything's going to be good to go on paper. You think, yes, this is amazing. You get Wesley Matthews, he does nothing for you. He's like, is he even on the team? Like that type of feeling. And so I would hate for that to happen to his stock is high because of his name. He goes somewhere else, and he does not pay off. And so, a couple of the teams that they brought up um, as possibilities is always the same teams, right? The Lakers, Boston. I get Boston, right? They still, they still trying to build something like just a super team, right? And and they close even with not having like your your technical define. Super players right They just have something that's working over there right Besides Kyrie being out And that broke my heart Because I am a big Kyrie fan I wanted him to go over there And do work this season And you know it just didn't happen So next season I'm rolling with Kyrie still He gonna get it done And so I, I, I get that Conversation But I do not get New York New York is an end zone to where you're going to just get lost in the sauce. I personally feel people just still like to hype up New York because of the market of where it is. Because people go to the games just to go to the games because you want to be seen. But as far as sending a Kawhi over there, I wouldn't do it. If I was Kawhi, I'd be like, no, not doing it. Even if you want to build a team around yourself, no, I feel like you already have that at the Spurs. So to hear that conversation with these people about where he possibly could go, it's just kind of crazy to me. Me and my best friend agreed on that. How they just come up with the logic of who's going to be where. So yeah, that was pretty amazing to see that little video. And like I said, at the end of the season, we have to see an interview with Kawhi and have him just talk us through what happened. Injury. Injury post-injury and if he leaves the Spurs why he's a quiet dude so I definitely would love to like see someone pick his brain and get to the bottom of what really happened because as we all know like the Spurs is like a quiet camp like they really don't tell their business they keep stuff like a family like we got our dirt but it's our dirt in front of us not in front of the world which I feel like it should be but yeah so So let's go ahead and get into the meat of the show and hopefully I'll still have enough time to talk about everything I'm sitting at like a little bit over 30 minutes So we should be good for me to really dive in and analyze This Cardi B album from top to bottom. But before we get to um, the Cardi B album um, I want to talk about a few other, um songs and so the first song that, um that came across my my musical desk uh, was this song uh by voice the the five nine and my favorite rapper Jay cole right and so my best friend said he sent this to me and clearly i ignored it and sometimes this is what i do because i'd be so busy i don't get to everything that he sends me and so i came across it on my instagram feed i saw a little clip of the video and I went and listened to the song and, you know, for those of you that really know music and like to think outside of the box of like just the top five that the world say are the best rappers, like I'm rolling with Maul from <laughs> from the Joe Budden podcast, like Royce the 5'9", be out here rapping, okay? But I'm not going to play his verse because I'm a little bit partial because I love J. Cole. And so, any opportunity I have to play J. Cole, I'm going to play J. Cole, right? And so, listen to the song. Um, the name of the song is called "Boblo Boat, and it's off of his recent project, right? And like I said, it's from Royce Royster59 and J. Cole, like he just murdered it. So, I'm going to try to skip to where he Cruising comes down in. The river. Dancing to your feet got Yeah. Let you hear. Jake Coldbird. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Slums. Twist the cap. Lift the bottle back. Swig it rims on my mama Civic 10 inch whoopers in the trunk to be specific they pump rather the license plate plus the windows tenant don't even give a fuck that astin it I'm the man now I'm rolling driving as slow as if it's stolen Piling up clothes like we was clothing on the dresser calling up hose like we was cho to secret let checker double Ds like double deckers I want a sexer but these keys don't come with game on how to finesse her I'm so sorry like Again, let me say the name of the song. It's "Bablo Boat from The Book of Ryan. And this is from Royce the Five Nine and J. Cole is the feature on the song. And um, if you are not a J. Cole fan, something is wrong with you. Even if you don't recognize that he is a great in this rap game, something is wrong with you. The way he just painted a clear picture for me and my best friend's gonna hate this. I'm sorry that I'm, I'm talking about you a lot this episode, Mo's, but it is what it is. And I'm getting ready to say, he's out here painting pictures like Nas. And we have had a debate about J. Cole versus Nas. And I got something coming down the pipeline, hopefully, concerning J. Cole, where I'm really gonna bust down his body of works. But he is always out here giving us rap gold and he be quiet for for a while but when he hop on people's stuff it be worth it and for me when I heard this my ears just perked up and just like I've still been stuck on the game and the J. Cole song pray for like the last couple of weeks I listened to that several times a day because it just it's an ear orgasm for me. And that's how I just describe like the ultimate level of being impressed with an artist. And I'm definitely impressed with Royce the Five nine. I've always like been like a fan of his. Like I always knew that he could rap and stuff, right? And so I definitely need to go and listen to that album. But I'm just there again. I'm ready for another J. Cole album. I don't want no compilation album I want a real album from J. Cole. Okay, moving on down the line, uh, a mixtape that had the streets going crazy, the Twitter streets going crazy this week, is the Damn Chronic uh, mixtape. And basically it's taking um, verses from Kendrick Lamar and placing them over Dr. Dre beats. And this was done by DJ Critical Hype. Um, again, the name of the mixtape is The Damn Chronic. And nothing but musical goodness. Like, just for someone to just take the time and to say, we're going to put these great verses over these great beats is amazing to me. Like, I appreciate stuff like that. So, the first one I'm going to play, I'm going to play two of the songs, two clips from the songs um, from the mixtape. And I found the mixtape on That Piff. Um, I use the app um, and so I'm going to play the one where they're using control and it's going over um, Murder Was The Case (laughs) last and I don't smoke crack motherfucker I sell it everything got back was a quarter piece to get mad so if you ever relax just relax and pop on my desk Don't you pop me the fucking pill I'ma pop to get me this Hell flex to drop a bomb on this shit So many bombs with vietnam like Vietnam on this shit So many bombs make Farrakhan think that's a diamond bitch One at a time I line them up and bomb on the mom when she watching the kids Again that is control um, going over murder was the case beat From the Damn Chronic mixtape DJ Critical Hype Um, The next one that I want to play um, Is Is it number 15? No, it's 16 Um, It's called Faith Featuring Punch And this might be my favorite one Because I love the beat My eyes Each day like in jungle when the didn't deserve it i flirted with the of caressing the steel to make- okay so that again is faith from uh, the damn chronic mixtape uh done by DJ Critical Hype and if you want to listen to the mixtape in it in um, its entirety. Um, it's on thatpip.com. And I'm pretty sure it's on other um, mixtape formats. But that is the main format that I use. Uh, moving on down the line. Getting closer to Cardi B. The last song that I wanted to highlight this week. And it's just lucky that all this stuff fell on my plate at the right time. Hadn't released my podcast. So I'm going to be one of the first people. Number one, breaking down the Cardi B album. And number two, talking about the Drake song that he released last night um nice for what and for all the haters like come on like it's a competition like number one the song is uplifting females the video is so dope having all these positive women in the video so he was doing something nice and it just happened to fall on the day that Cardi B dropped her album but she's still gonna Meet her goals, and she's still gonna set records and stuff without Drake dropping this single. So, for all the haters or the people that are even actually really upset about Drake dropping this single, just stop it. I even saw a think piece where uh, what well Charlemagne posted it on his Instagram, and it's just people basically what he said: people being too woke like just take stuff for what it is like he had a single in his pocket he dropped the single like there's no rules to this this music game like cardi b's gonna get hers no matter what drake is gonna get his no matter what like it don't matter what's going on so i just want to give that disclaimer and i'm not even a big drake fan but I've appreciated these last few singles that he has dropped because I feel like he's going back in the right direction. I hope he's going back in the right direction. So yeah, I, I, I love the single. As soon as I heard, I was like, hey, turn up, like, give us a nice little bop. Like, don't be in your feelings. Like, let's get more music where we just live in life. But I am ready to hear Drake, like, really, like, just rap, rap, rap. I want my old mixtape Drake back. I'm sorry. Like, I always get on a tangent when conversations pop up about Drake because I used to be the person that was out here telling everybody about Drake and how he can rap and all this stuff. And then he came out here with the singy, singy stuff. And I got a little disappointed. Like, I like to hear Drake when he's going at people's throat. I don't want to hear him sing, but whatever, you know. So I'm gonna play a little bit for you. It has the sample from Lauren Hill, has Big Frida on the track. Um, and I think that was just smart of him to get the current and number one bounce person in New Orleans to get on the track with you since you you uh you getting ready to appropriate <laughs> their music. And I feel like it was done perfectly. And I'm joking when I say that. I don't know who Hit a start singing song. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. they going to be cutting up, too. I gotta stop, it's past 30 seconds everybody your motherfucking roll on. Yeah, like, for me, like Even, like, that little line right there He's paying homage to the big timers Like, everybody get your roll on Like, and there, again That that comes with understanding And knowing the culture Of the music that you're doing Like, in the genre that you're in Like, you have to be musically smart to put a song like this together so for anyone that's hating on this song like you just don't get it like the level of understanding that drake had to have to put that song properly together so it's time it's time it's time it's time to get into the meat of the music section and of course It's no way in the world that I can play every single song on this Cardi album without getting in trouble and this episode not getting posted. So it's mainly going to be a conversation song by song. Um, I'm going to play a couple clips from the song, from the album, from two songs that I really, really like. And like I said, it's just going to be dialogue mainly on the album. Um, If you haven't heard the album yet, spoiler alert. Go ahead and end the podcast right here because this is it. I'm getting ready to talk about Cardi for the remaining of the podcast. And where am I at with my time? Ah, I'm at 45 minutes. So I got like 20 minutes to talk about this album. And so um, the name of the album is Invasion of Privacy. Really dope album art. Um, now for me. When I talk about albums, when I talk about classic albums, for me, I have definitions as far as what makes an album a good album. And for me, I'm not just listening to the songs. I am I look at how it was put together from top to bottom, how you thought about putting the songs in order when you put the album together. So I think about all that stuff collectively when I talk about albums. And when I talk about songs, I think about... Wordplay, if we're talking about rap, I'm thinking about samples being used. I'm thinking about, uh, like I just said, basically, like with Drake being aware of what he's doing as far as like, um, using different songs and saying certain things. Like, I look at the whole picture, I don't look at something like, oh, it's a good bop, even if it's a bop. I'm listening to what you're saying, I'm listening to the beat. I'm listening to the quality of the mixing. Like, I hear all that shit when I listen to an album. And so, I'm just going to go high level first, and then I'm going to jump right on into each song. Overall, I thought this was the album that, this is the best possible album we could get from Cardi for the amount of time we've been waiting for this album. Um, I feel like Cardi B is definitely a good rapper, I feel like from one to 10, I feel like this, this album with her being in her lane, I feel like this is an eight and a half or a nine from top to bottom. Uh, And I went back and changed my mind on the last song because at first I said I didn't like the last song. So overall, I can listen to the album without um, pushing through anything. So that's a good sign for me. No, this is not like a classic album, but it may be a classic Cardi B album down the line once we hear what else she puts out over time, right? And so I think this was a great start, a great answer to the singles that she put out. One thing I really did dislike um, was her putting the singles that we've heard like forever and ever in a day, like Bodak Yellow. I feel like Bodak Yellow could have been left off of this album because it could have been a spot for Uh, another good song and but listening to the Joe Budden podcast they talked about how a song like Bodak Yellow would already make her her album chart because of how high Bodak Yellow um charted right by itself and so now they have these new matrix for how they do albums right so I'm not going to get off on a tangent on that but then I would understand after hearing that conversation why Bodak Yellow is on the album so I feel like it was a really good album Like for me I feel like it was a good Like let's say if a man Was coming out with a, a rap album But he also wanted to get the attention Of the ladies right I feel like it was a balanced Album like that um, Cause Cardi B She has like this hard like Almost like dudeish like rap voice I love her rap voice it's not taking shots I love Cardi B And so a lot of these songs, they just when they come out of her mouth, they just sound so hard. Not feminine, right? And so, like for me, I love Cardi B at like her red bars type of level. And I kind of just wanted to hear nothing but a straight, like just boom, 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 hip-hop rap album from Cardi B. But I understand the dynamics of wanting to, to win over different kinds of ears, right? So I say all that to say this. Um, solid album. Um, I feel like a couple of songs could have been, uh, switched around and I'll get to that once I go down each song. Right. And so get up 10, the first song, great intro for me. Anytime you have an album, I'm always thinking about what's your number one song, what's your intro like or whatever, cause I'm going to judge you on that. And so I give her a 10 for her intro, um, cause I feel like she's spitting like you need to. You have to set the tone for your album, and I think, like, I keep going back to Red Bars. I wish it would have been some kind of way for them to, like, remix Red Bars or something, put it on an extended, like, release album or something. I want Red Bars on Apple Music. How about that? I want Red Bars on Apple Music so I can put it in my on my playlist. So I don't have to keep going to YouTube to listen to Red Bars, but that's another conversation. So I feel like Get Up 10 was just a hard song. She's telling you like, hey, basically I'm not giving up. You knock me down nine times, I'm getting up 10. And she's always about positivity, no matter what's coming out of her mouth or whatever you wanna say, the mistakes she's made in saying certain things or whatever, she's a positive-minded individual. And I love that about Cardi B. Number two, uh, of course you knew the Migos were gonna be there be on the album or if not Migos together offset uh, drip with the Migos again you know you can't criticize songs like this because this is what's hot like this is what people like they want something catchy they want something they can jig to and this is what drip is it has a catchy hook people are already out here posting videos with the song drip and it's already a popular song for her and so like I always say it's not giving you bars for your life but just a good a good bop and sometimes you just need something that you can jig to. Uh Bicin Head, a play off of Chicken Head. Um uh, the Fat Pat song, right? Uh Chicken Head Sample is using the song. And uh I love the song. Um Like, one of the lines I like, which I thought was really petty and messy, but this is who Cardi B is. Uh, I get it from my mama, and you don't know where your daddy at. I was just like, that's really mean. (laughs) But I get it. Like, you know, like this song, like, it feeds into my ratchet side, my ratchet alter ego. Like, for people that know me, I'm pretty, you know, like... Straight and, arrow, straight and arrow or whatever I'm pretty plain Jane but I do have a ratchet side to me and you know two of my favorite like ratchet people are Tamar when she's in her ratchet mode and Cardi B like when I first came across Cardi B I was like she's my ratchet spirit animal and I love her so yeah so that song uh feeds on that uh, Bodak Yellow is the next song on the album and you know this was just an anthem for the ladies. Like this was our song that we gonna play when we getting ready. This is the song we gonna scream when we, when we rap the lyrics. Everybody knew the lyrics, and no matter what kind of female you are, you love Bodak Yellow. And if you didn't love it, then I mean I can't trust you as a female. Um, the next one is her her current single, um, alongside with Drip. I feel like I've heard Drip on the radio. Uh Be careful At first I did not like this song But from listening to this song um, A few times From listening to the album a few times This song has grown on me Grown on me I love the beat And I feel like this is going to be another anthem for the ladies when they going through it with their man. Like you may not be doing nothing about it actively, but this is going to be one of those songs you put on when you in your feelings, you mad because he ain't texting you back. Are you mad because he's on social media and not texting you back? Are you mad because he's entertaining these hoes on the internet? Like whatever the case may be that men put us through as women. I know we put y'all through stuff, too, but stay with it. I feel like Be Careful is one of those songs off of this album. It's two of these songs on the album that's going to be like that anthem for ladies when they mad at they man. So my favorite song on the album, and because number one, it's shining positivity, positivity and love and talking about God and stuff like that. And it's called Best Life, and it has Chance the Rapper on it. And um, I'm gonna play a little bit of it, but um, Chance, like, it's one of those situations, this is something I also judge people on when they have an album. You never let someone come on your song and beat you. And the number one example that I will use for the rest of my life is, and most people already know this if you know me, and I've said this on the podcast too, is when Jay-Z let Eminem get on Renegade and eat him up. I always say it's like, oh, Jay-Z was on the song. Oh, I didn't know. I thought that was Eminem's song. Oh, and that's how I felt with Best Life, um, with Chance. Like, he ate that shit. And he's another person that knows how to play on words and everything. And um, I just love it. And um, a piece of... Chances of verse that I like she count money in her sleep, and she don't never spend the night like He be painting pictures and we just need another chance the rapper album So I'm gonna play a little bit from best life. I'm gonna try to get to the the 140 mark So you can hear I'm living my best life like money, I can see it in your eye You don't like winning, I can see it in your tie Better be careful with these women when you trick and send and fly She count money in her sleep and she don't never spend a night But she trapping and she had to make it happen for her life Don't be mad because she having shit, you had it your whole life We had baggage on our flights, we had badges on our asses You got passes in your life, you had gadgets so yeah, the name of that song is Best Life with Chance the Rapper from the Cardi B album Invasion of Privacy. Y'all, I have to make sure I say all this stuff so they will not take down my episodes. It's just like writing a paper. You got to give credit to the people, stuff that you play. And that's why I always make sure I heavily notate whatever I play. Because YouTube's quick to to snatch the stuff off. But people don't be listening to my stuff on YouTube anyway. So they losing anyway. It don't matter. But yeah. So listen to that song. That's like my favorite song. Um, The next song on the album is called I Like It. Um, It's another favorite of mine. Because there again. I like the sample that they're using on this song. Um, I Like It Like That. Um, One of my favorite lines from the the song is i like texas from my exes when they want second chances i just thought that was just like she be putting stuff together i like texas from my exes when they want a second chance i was just like hey you got me right there and no i don't currently have any exes texting me wanting second chances ain't no second chances right now ain't no second chances at all but no i'm being serious now um She's just, she's rapping on this song. She is rapping. Like if you take the beat away, she is rapping. She is painting pictures for you, I think. Another play that she used on her own name. I run this shit like Cardio. That's a play on her name, Cardi. Um, so really dope song. Um, the next song uh, is Ring with one of my favorite little pop singers, um, Kalani. Um, I love the song. And I feel like this song was meant for Keelani. I feel like the song came out with her voice already on the track. Because I don't know. When I talk about music, I always talk about how it just felt like the person was meant to be on the song. Like, that's their song. The beat was created with their with their voice already on the track. And it's just a good song. And there again, another thing that us women, we go through uh, that they're talking about. And this is also where I point out again, that Cardi has like that hard rapping voice and this is like a soft song, but it still works for me. Um, and I still like the song. And so, yeah, so definitely I would say a top three for me off of this album. Moneybag is the next song. Um, the one line that I like, Off of this song, My Bad Bitches With Me Too. They look like bridesmaids. I thought that was a nice little picture to paint. Because you you are using the word bad bitches. And then you go to a softer word like bridesmaids. You're thinking wedding, white, everything is nice type of thing. Um, But yeah, it's not my favorite song. But I still like the song. I know it's going to be somebody's anthem. But... There's not a song on the album That I feel like she just really didn't Rap you know what I mean Like I feel like she put bars together for, uh, for us And for me this money bag I just really didn't like The beat And I really didn't just like The song like that so that's why I really don't Like it um next song Uh is Bardi A Cardi we already know this song This is a single and This is a favorite bop of mine For the year so my workout playlist Um, but basically I feel like 21 Savage, uh, beat her on this song, but it's still not a bad song. It's a, it's a good song. Um, the next song, um, is a definite top three. Uh, she bad. The song I played when I first came on the episode, this is going to be everybody's bop, everybody's bop. They want to twerk to like, this is it for the summer. She bad. Like she got a few like summer bops on here. Easily. Ugh. I bit my tongue <laughs> she has a few like summer bops on this album easily and so YG is on here I love YG like there again he, he plays on another alter ego that I have in me and he's one of my favorites that a lot of people probably really don't know I love YG and yeah uh through your phone this is one it's a cool song but I feel like it's going to like the the crazy Eminem side type of rapping to even like once you get like towards the end of the song I hear like a little of Nicki Minaj and don't get mad at me but it's just like one of one of those things like when you're listening to music and stuff you're gonna kind of rap like people that you like and stuff and so yeah that's the vibe I instantly felt when we got to a particular point of this song um I don't know anything about that life about going through people's phones and stuff I don't do that but I know a lot of females that do and this is going to be your theme song as you go through your man's phone and that's just what it is <laughs> but um yeah this is just a running theme of if you're looking for trouble you're going to find it by looking through your man's phone so just don't do it ladies that's my advice Anything that your man is doing, you're going to find out anyway. Don't go through his phone. And don't even hover over his phone when he's on his phone and he's next to you. Like, I don't do that. I can't stand to do that. Unless someone says, look at my phone, I'm not looking at your phone. Sorry, went on a little tangent. And um, the last song I do, this is the one I really didn't like. It has Scissor on it. Love Scissor's voice. But I felt like, number one, I think the reason why I didn't like it, because I felt like it was placed in the wrong place on the album. I feel like I do should have gone where She Bad is. Because if you think about it, it would have fit with the theme of Through Your Phone. Or it, it could have been Bartier Cardi, Through Your Phone, I Do, and then end up with She Bad. I think that would have been a fire way to end the album with She Bad. Don't write me my check so fast But I think that would have set the tone for the album Even better if you put it in that order Just call me crazy But um, after listening to the song a few times I like it But it's just not a fave It's a good song It's not a bad song like I was saying it was But yeah like If y'all redo the, the release of the album Maybe change the order Through your phone I do she bad Like leave it on a turn up right And so Yeah, so that's the end of the album, and I'm not disappointed at all with Cardi B's uh, album, Invasion of Privacy. Um, Like I said, always, if there's any um, links to the songs that I shared, I will definitely share that in the notes of the podcast. Um, But that's all I have. Like, we're at the end. I'm over an hour right now, and so anniversary month I still plan on doing special stuff during this month but bear with me I'll be out of town next weekend so I'm gonna drop the episode early if the Lord says the same either Wednesday or Thursday and hopefully after that week is when I'll have the guest episodes with people um that I really want on the episode starting first up with my best friend producer of the show Mose. um shout out to him um and so that's where really where I'm trying to go um I still don't know the actual anniversary date because I've been lazy as far as looking that up but once I find that out we're probably gonna have an episode that drops on the actual anniversary date so it's probably gonna come out as a surprise and hopefully I hadn't already missed the date because that would be wild if I'm up here talking and I missed the date right but I digress. I hope you really enjoyed this episode because at first I felt like I didn't know what I was going to talk about because I felt like I didn't have a lot to talk about. And I was like, let me just talk about Cardi B since I love Cardi B so much. And, and that's how we got to basically this music episode. And so if you're not following me on social media, get your life together. Pretty and Smart 81 on Twitter. Pretty, the letter N, Smart 81 Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. Um, I post a lot of musical stuff on Instagram. This is where you can get the notifications about when I have a new playlist up on Apple Music. And I currently have a new playlist up that I haven't promoted or whatever. But it's just basically all the songs that make me feel happy so far that I've added on this playlist. It will be forever growing, but it's there. So I now have three available playlists. On Apple Music, right? Yeah, three. And that will keep growing. So follow me on Instagram, you Thought Fallon. You spell my name F A L L O N. Uh, go to my website, you Thought Fallon.com. Email me, you Thought Fallon at gmail.com. I'm willing to link and promote people. Just hit me up, DM me, email me, however you want to get in contact with me, and let's work together. That's what it's about, helping each other. Um, And I was for real when I posted a video um, on my Instagram about all these hair people that follow me. Get at your girl. Like if you're about that life and you wanna beat these other hair competitors, send me some bundles and I'll advertise it on the podcast. I'll take pictures, I'll do videos, advertising Um, For you and I'll do that free for y'all. I'll say for a month and If you get traffic based on my podcast listeners because I have a good amount of subscribers But we don't talk numbers only a few people know the true numbers, but I have the numbers to support You wanting me to promote your brand and I will say that Um, Like I said, I'll promote you for a month for free If you see that you've gotten more traffic from my OU Thought podcast listeners, then we can negotiate a contract. That's what's up. That's what I'm trying to do. Next level thinking. So if you want to promote anything, if you're here in Houston or wherever, if you want me to be a guest on your podcast, hit me up. Like I'm down. I think I'm feeling more comfortable with talking with more people. And stuff, so I'm ready this year. I'm ready. Last year, preparation this year. I'm ready. How about that? With that, I hope y'all have a wonderful weekend. And I'm gonna talk to y'all next week. How about that? Until next time, remember to glow up, bless up, stay prayed up, and hold it down. Hold it down. We gon' pull it down